Amazon reviews are showing up differently for customers now. Is there a 2% fee if you're going to ship FBM? Your ads are showing up on Pinterest without you having to do anything? And Amazon testing AI review summaries. All of these stories and much more on today's Weekly Buzz. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our Helium 10 Weekly Buzz, where we give you a rundown of all the news stories that's going on in the Amazon, Walmart, and e-commerce world, and we give you training tips of the week that'll give you serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. Let's see what's buzzing. Uh, first article of the day is not really an article, but it's just something that you've probably seen in LinkedIn or all over the place. And it's a fact that uh, reviews are now showing up differently for under different browsing scenarios. So maybe you've seen this, maybe not. Um, but take a look uh, at some at how some of these reviews are like right here. It says 4.6 stars and there's, there's only one star, right? It doesn't show the four and then a, maybe a half of a star, right? And it's it's in this setting, it's actually showing still the full number of reviews. Like you can see here, Manny's Mysterious Oddities had 1,838. Now this for us, this is kind of like dear to my heart because I'm like, wait a minute, we have the most reviews out of anybody. So it's important that people can see that we've got the most reviews, 1,838, as you guys can see right here. And then it's a big difference between this one who has only 4.6 stars and has 34 reviews. But take a look at this. Some, some, people are seeing this test. Like here's something that one of our Helium 10 members, Shimin, posted in our Facebook group. Take a look at her search results. It only has the, the star rating. You guys see her 4.6 and then one star. And then it says 89% four plus stars. Like what? 89% what? Like there's no number of the total star. So this could maybe, these people could have like 10 reviews. And then this Zule product could have like, uh, you know, 10,000 reviews, but the customer is not going to know unless they click on it. I personally hate this view. Now, if you're um, maybe a seller who is about to launch a new product, you might love this, right? Like, wait a minute. Now everybody's got a thousand reviews. I've got one or zero. It's not a big deal anymore. But what are your thoughts? Like, which do you like? And if you also notice, there's uh, something else that you've seen for maybe two or three weeks. You see how the the name of what was searched is bold in bold, like in broad form. So I don't I don't know what this person used to to search, but like an under coffin shelf, uh, for example, you can see here that I search for coffin shelf, and so coffin and then shelf and then another coffin. These are all bolded in the title. So that's some actually something that's been going on for about three, four weeks now. Uh, and Amazon did this last year. So it'd be interesting to see, is this is this new thing here to stay? But anyways, let me know what you guys think. Do you want, do you like any of these new views that are happening with the reviews? Let me know in the, in the comments below. Uh, next article here comes from CNBC and it's entitled, Amazon adds a new fee for sellers who ship their own packages or, or FBM uh, in other words. Now, this is something that I just want to make sure people understand. This is not, 100% FBM. Like there was some miscommunication maybe uh, with some people in the Facebook groups were thinking that if you ship your product yourself, you now have to pay 2% for every product. No, this is only for those who are joining the new relaunched Seller Fulfilled Prime program, all right? Starting October 1st, you have to pay Amazon a 2% fee on each sale. Now, to me, this is not a big deal. You know, like if you're, first of all, I don't even know who's gonna use, how many people can use Seller Fulfilled Prime? I mean, I can't ship things in two days from California to Florida. 
I can't ship 30% of my products in one day. I mean, that's insane. Like, I mean, I could, but you know, I would have to pay a ridiculous amount of money to FedEx and UPS for that. You know, of course uh, it's much better for me just to continue to use FBA. So if you're one of the very, very few who's going to use seller fulfilled prime, because you do have some amazing shipping deal, it kind of makes sense that, you know, 2% is kind of reasonable that, Hey, you get the prime badge. You only got to pay 2%. To me, it's like a non-issue, but like all of a sudden, all these news articles were making it seem like this is some like terrible thing. Like, oh my goodness, what's going on? Amazon is ripping off customers, but I I, I personally don't think so. Uh, let me know what you guys think in the in the comments. Next article, speaking of uh, Amazon, is from Modern uh, Retail and is uh, an article entitled "Amazon Sellers Welcome Its Decision to Scale Back Private Label Brands." Now it's interesting because this article is talking about how Amazon brands, you know, when you see shipped and sold by Amazon, you know, sometimes it's actually their own private label brand. They they are scaling back. Like, look at this. It says Amazon is planning to drop 27 out of its 30 clothing brands, all right, including Goodthreads. I didn't even know Goodthreads was a, was an Amazon brand, all right? So this has uh, been pretty interesting. They've been, they've been scaling uh, things back. And, you know, are you uh, in your niche? Do you have Amazon as a competitor and an Amazon brand? In Coffin Shelf, I'm not, I'm not really... Uh, uh, competing with Amazon. Uh, th this article had a uh, quote from uh, Leron uh, Hirschkorn, who's been on the, the podcast before. Uh, but it's just an interesting article. Check this article, the link in the comments below uh, about this. All right, the next article is actually from Bloomberg and it's entitled Walmart Plus Ramps Up Pressure on Amazon Prime. It says subscribers to Walmart Plus have increased after the boost to advertising. And it's actually kind of interesting. It says the number of uh, Walmart plus membership rose 15% in July from June. That, that's, I mean, if I'm reading this correctly, a month over month increase of 15%, that's, that's pretty interesting. So it's cheaper than Amazon prime Walmart plus costs about $98 a, a year, 30% cheaper than prime. But you know, I, I like following these, these articles because as Walmart plus adds more perks to its membership, you know, that's going to increase the amount of customers who are buying on Walmart. So it makes it more important that you guys need to, you know, make sure your Amazon products are on Walmart. And then of course, the more that Walmart plus adds, well, Amazon probably will do something in not retaliation, but to, to try and, you know, make sure that they remain competitive. So we, we should, as sellers should love this, you know, the more value that Amazon sellers or that Amazon and Walmart give to their platforms, the more, the more value there is uh, to us sellers because that means there's probably going to be more customers shopping the price. Let me know what you think about that. Are you selling on Walmart? Let me know in the, the comments below. Uh, next article is a press release from Amazon that I found very interesting. And it says, Pinterest, BuzzFeed, and more apps and websites will start to show Amazon-sponsored product ads, making it easier to discover and buy relevant products. All right, so this was a, a, a press release by Amazon and you're not going to have to like set up some special PPC campaign. Basically, what you're going to be able to do is just keep doing what you you normally do. And as as they say here in this article, it says, hey, we're excited to share that we're starting down a new path, extending Amazon selling partner campaigns to premium apps, including Pinterest, BuzzFeed, Hearst newspapers, uh, and brands like Lifehacker and Mashable, to name a few. Now, you don't need to do anything to take advantage of this. It says here, advertisers using sponsored products do not need to take any action to appear on these sites. These sponsored product ads will automatically show up when we think that a customer is likely to be interested in a product. So you've probably already seen um, 
you know, ads come up. Like it was funny when, when I was preparing today, I was on some news website at the very top. There was an ad for Vita cup. You know, that's the brand that Jason who's been on this podcast has, they were targeting. Amazon was targeting me because they figured I'm likely to buy Vita cup coffee. Right? Well, Jason didn't tell Amazon, Hey, put this on Google news or wherever that, that art that came up. Amazon is showing it on its own. So websites like that, it's been already going on, but now you're going to start seeing inline ads that go, uh, that are going to be right there in Pinterest and Buzzfeed and these other places that we know there's a lot of customers uh, going on. So it'll be interesting to see how that helps. All right. Next article is from freightwaves.com and it's entitled Amazon unveils deferred ground delivery service. Now, when I first read this, I couldn't really understand what it's talking about, but it almost seems like Amazon is really moving towards starting their own shipping service. All right. So they're launching a non-urgent ground delivery service that appears to be aimed at shippers that don't use, that don't use Amazon for retail ordering or its fulfillment services. That was key right there people who don't use its fulfillment services. So this is outside of like, you know, MFN and also uh, outside of FBA. So I'm going to keep a close eye on this because uh, are they trying to get in the game of, of UPS and FedEx? Um, and are they going to start offering perhaps other shipment services? Be interesting to see what happens here. Another news article from Amazon had a couple interesting stats that I want to bring out. This article uh, is entitled independent sellers keep choosing Amazon for the value we provide. And, you know, there's a lot of hype to, to Amazon here, but rightfully so with a couple of these stats. Like, did you guys know that last year, more than 60% of sales in the Amazon store came from independent sellers? And in 2022, U.S.-based sellers sold more than 4.1 billion items to customers worldwide, averaging more than $230,000 of sales on the Amazon store. Now, if I'm reading that correctly, that's saying that on average, the Amazon US seller sold like nearly a quarter of a million dollars. Now, obviously not everybody is selling a quarter of a million, but you know, it takes like, you know, one of those like utopia deals who we had on the podcast a while back who are, who are doing more than $500 million a year. Obviously you, you throw somebody like that in there. It, it changes the average a little bit, but that's pretty crazy to think about it. That on average, Amazon sellers in the US gross almost a quarter of a million dollars. All right, the next article is also from Amazon and it's entitled How Amazon Continues to Improve Customer Reviews Experience with Generative AI. So what's been happening uh, that they're testing is they are like giving summaries of reviews. Let me see if I can find in this article an example. Like, like Or like in the past, you used to be able to see all of the details of the reviews and every, every single review on there. Well, what Amazon seems to be testing is AI-generated customer review highlights. All right. So for example, um, you'll see this uh, example they gave where it says customers say, and it says customers like the stability, ease of use and performance of this digital device. They mentioned that it's way faster. The picture and streaming speed is excellent, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not one review. That's like an aggregation generated by Amazon's AI that gives like a summary of all of the reviews. All right. So what do you think about that? You know, like, this is something that you might have mixed feelings on. Like, is this something that's good? Do you, would you want customers to see these kind of like, um, you know, summarized reviews as opposed to being able to read all of the reviews? I mean, if there's, a, imagine if something though was negative and all of a sudden people thought that everybody's opinion was negative of this. Like that's where I can see it potentially being 
uh, more harmful than good. But l- let me know what you think. Um, if that's a good move, if Amazon you know shows all reviews in this way. Uh, the last article that we have today again is from Amazon and it's entitled "Showcase Your Product Collection with Video to Store Campaigns." So what's going to happen now if you're doing sponsored video campaigns? Uh, creatives will una- now allow video campaigns that select brand store as the landing page to highlight a product collection. All right. So instead of being able, instead of it just going directly to like a product page, you can now send people to the brand page. That's not the necessarily the storefront, the brand store page. All right. Not, not the storefront. All right. Now in the creative, if it still highlights a certain product, as you can see here, audience will will still visit the respective detail page if it's uh, linked into there. So this is just something new that if you guys are not doing sponsored brand video ads, this could be another reason to 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 go ahead and do it. You can see an example here of of this here is a video, and then on the bottom it shows the different products that people can uh, click on, and that's how it's going to look on a mobile uh, browser. So let me know what you guys think of that. Uh, is this active in your account? Are you using it? Would you use it? Let me know in the comments below. All right. So next up, we've got Carrie, who's going to give us uh, some tips on how to find long tail keywords from your core root words. All right. Sometimes we might be looking for some some keywords to use in PPC or other places that we might not have thought about. Well, there's a unique tool in Helium 10 that can help you do that. Carrie, take it away. Hello, everyone. I want to talk to you about a strategy that you can use in Magnet, which is our keyword research tool. Now with Magnet, you can put in a keyword and it'll come up with a bunch of related keywords in the search. Um, But I wanna show you a different way to kind of put your main keywords in and then find all of the most relevant related long tail keywords for your product. So this is really, really helpful, especially if you're kind of wanting to go for the low hanging fruit, uh, longer tail keywords that are very specific to your product. I usually like to go for these particular types of keywords when I'm launching, because as you're targeting these longer tail keywords, if the bigger keywords phrases are within those longer tail keywords, you're gonna also start to rank for those bigger keywords. So you'll be kind of at a head start when you start focusing on the bigger keywords. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna share my screen and this is actually Magnet. So this is our keyword tool. You can find it by going to the tools and then it's under keyword research. Okay, so it's Magnet right here. We have this also for Walmart. Um, So what I want you to do first is you're going to put in your main keyword. So I'm gonna put in coffin shelf and then I'm going to get keywords here. So what we'll do here is I'm just going to actually load from history. Usually I would say to just run a new search every time, but just so it'll load a little faster, I'm going to do it that way. Okay. So um, what we see here is we see a lot of related keywords. Now, what I want to do is I actually want to see just the kind of longer tail keywords. So we're going to click on this match type. We're going to go smart complete and I'm going to hit apply filters. Okay. So this is where I'm going to find some very relevant keywords. Okay. So let's take a look. We've got coffin shelf, coffin shelf, small, coffin shelf, black, coffin shelf, large. All of these are very, very relevant um, with it, with the exception of maybe a large six foot tall one. But um, as you can see, this is a very, very helpful way to break down those keywords from those huge, huge lists to really find some very specific long tail keywords that can really benefit you in in many ways by going after long long tail keywords that are kind of low hanging fruit and just really focusing on keywords that are gonna help your overall rank improve. So go ahead if you haven't and check out Magnet. This is an incredible feature of Magnet. So let us know what you think and have a great day.
All right, thank you very much for that carry. So I hope you guys have used that. Make sure to go in and get your main keyword, throw in a magnet just like she showed you, and then see how many long tail versions can come out. You know, for coffin shelf, there wasn't too many, but if you're doing like collagen or something like that, you, you might have like 300 or 400 long tail versions of the keywords. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's weekly buzz. We'll see you next week to see what's buzzing.